London Property, home of Super Prime, where you can find informative, educational and entertaining content covering all aspects of property. Hello and welcome to London Property, home of Super Prime. I'm your host Farnaz Fazaipur and today we're welcoming Lee Summers back to the show from New York. Welcome back to the show, Lee. Thank you very much, Um, Just to put things in context, let's first start by, um, we're going to talk about the New York market, but before we get there, can we have a bit of an introduction about your journey to date? Yes. Uh, well, you know, I run, um, I, as you say, I'm based in New York, and I sell real estate in New York City uh, to uh, people from all all over the world. I run a 17-person team in different countries in Europe and in Asia. In fact, we just opened up the Singapore uh, office of Summers Global Team. And we have also just opened up a new wine division, International Vineyards, of which we have vineyards um, Portugal, Spain, Italy. And uh, so we seem to be expanding in that direction because the world of real estate is changing so much and um and this is what and this is what I do that is a very good uh, starting point because sitting from new york dealing with people all over the world you're having conversations with high net worth individuals that have real estate interests everywhere so um before we ask you about how those conversations you're having relate to london um, let's start by talking about New York and what's actually happening in the real estate market in New York. The real estate market in New York uh, took the, a bit of a hammering, you know, during the pandemic. And there was an exodus to Florida, Miami, for various reasons. Uh, the exodus stopped. The pandemic ended in New York. And as always, New York came back. It came back with a bang. Um, the thing about New York that uh, we have to, I, I really like to say, is that where the market goes up and down in New York, New York always still comes out number one in the world for the reason uh, being that the people are transferred there, people want to live there because of uh, various reasons, but also the quality of the housing. We probably have the best condos and apartments and townhouses in the world for sale. The, the condos that they are building, the condos that have been built are so spectacular because uh, I, I don't know the reason for it, I think, because uh, maybe Americans are very demanding uh, in, in what they expect, what they want. But as a matter of course, the condos have pools and concierges and they'll put food in your fridge. And this is not one or two in the $20 million category. This is all. This is townhouses that are done. When people in New York buy apartments and they buy homes, townhouses, they redo them, they fix them, they calculate how much it is to buy, and then they add in their mind millions upon that to fix, to live in in this world where everything works. Kitchens are never more than 10 years old. In the lower price range, let's do the lower price range, the lower price range, 
will take the, let's say in New York, a lower price range would be in the million dollar category, $2 million category, although $2 million is not a low price, but it is in the category for New York. You get really beautiful views. You get brand new updated kitchens. When you rent things in New York, the things are, are have to be delivered in, in wonderful condition. But this is, this is required. So that's New York strength. New York strength. People want to be. What you get is really good. Well, of course, we want to compete with that top position here in London <laughs> with New York. But after the pandemic, yeah. what was the demand coming from foreigners? Was it demand coming from people coming in for jobs? What, what revived the market? It was a matter of everybody saying, I love New York, I have to go back, or I have to get a flat, or I want to rent it out. Uh, when you're renting a flat in New York, when you are the owner and you rent out your flat in New York, um, you because New York has more, uh, the, the property taxes are higher than in London. In London, you pay very little for your uh, property tax. In New York, our real estate taxes are fairly high. So the, the so what you might make on buying something in New York and renting it out is uh, may not be uh, as much money as you would get by doing it in London. But you make on the back end. You make when you sell it. Right. And, so it's the uh, appreciation that people are going exactly. For. It's exactly because you're not getting more than two percent or so on your on your dollar in New York for renting something out, unless something is especially you know uh, different. So New York has um, it's just New York. There are certain cities in the world, and I deal with you know all all the cities. I deal in Madrid and Paris and London and Lisbon and uh, Milan. I'm, I, I actually have teams in each of those places. But there's, there's only one New York, and that is, um, that is a given. But, but the dollar has become so strong that it hurts the people who are buying from Europe and buying from England on the on buying. It's, it's, you know, it's now the Americans buying abroad because uh, seeing the rate of exchange is, is incredible. It's, it's, it's the time to buy in Europe. It's the time to buy in London. Yes. And London is, is having a boom. And I think what's happened is, is now it's London and New York who are really like neck and neck in selling and having the same type of people buying the same group. It's almost like we're sisters under the skin in these two cities. No other city, I I noticed, because I noticed that there's been a whole uh, downturn regarding Paris. People are not requesting. People always used to request Paris a great deal, but not so much now. So this is Americans you're talking about? Americans and, remember, I'm handling handling global people. I'm handling... A lot. We've opened up a a Singapore office and uh, we're not. They called me up and they told me London, London, London. Uh, Good to hear. So we we actually just did a market update recently uh, where we spoke to seven or eight top professionals in the industry. And the general conversation seemed to be that for us in London, we're looking at dollar based cash buyers to take opportunities of the London market right now because the interest rates are going up. And the dollar is very strong compared to the pound. 
So the global conversations that you're having and the people who are saying London, 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 what are they actually looking for? Are they looking for second homes? Are they looking for investments? Are they looking for substantial homes? Or is it a combination of everything? It's a combination. I think uh, I'm I'm handling, I'll give you a little example of what something is happening right now. Uh, We have an actor uh, who lives in Los Angeles and he's quite known and he is doing a uh, drama here for six months for Netflix. He's writing and, and, and starring in it. And he loved it so much. He rented something for six months and he wants to buy here. Uh, but his goal, I asked him what his goal is. He said, I want to live in it, but then I want to be able to rent it out also. So use it both ways and take advantage of the fact that uh, last I looked, the pound was at 114, which hasn't been like that for a very, very long time. So that's taking advantage of the situation. Uh, what is interesting is is that for years, people only wanted certain areas in London, you know, going more towards the, oh, I love Belgravia, I love Chelsea, I love all of that. But now they are asking about more of the outlying, you know, well, the families we know, Notting Hill, Holland Park, uh, housing, you know, made a veil perhaps, but now, so they, they, they've opened up their mind. They've heard so much about Shoreditch and the restaurants opening up. So they're saying, you know, what about there? It's, it's, it's the individual, the individual mentality. It's interesting you should say that because uh, we've recently come across a number of younger uh, children of, of, of our contacts saying, you know, I don't want to live in our family penthouse in Notting Hill anymore. I want to move east. Or I don't want to stay in South Kensington in the family muse house that we have. I want to move east. So it's it's interesting to hear that, you know, this is something that people are not frightened of, even as far afield as, as, as Los Angeles, that it's really becoming a permanent place destination for investment. It is. Uh, you know, it goes back many years to when Tribeca was first being, you know, developed. And people would go, are you kidding? You know, Upper East Side, Upper West Side, you know, yes. But Tribeca was like, you know, not considered good. Tribeca is now the most expensive area in New York City. More expensive than the Upper East Side near Fifth Avenue. It is hard to believe because they're big, they're lofts, the restaurants, the activity. And New York has done a multi, multi billions and billions of dollars that started with Mayor Bloomberg of it's hard to believe what's going on in New York. The the things they have and the things that we expect that it takes your, it blows your mind away. But on the other hand, you can't get around the streets in London because they don't stop building. They're building and they're fixing and they're pulling down and they're whatever. It is amazing. You could spend a day in a taxi and wander around trying to get to your destination because of the closed streets. So there's you feel the boom. You feel it. You feel it in the air, you know. Well, I'm how so it's glad coming. you say that because we've had all these interest uh, uh, hikes, and people are getting a bit nervous yeah. Yeah. about the market. Uh, although, you know, one agent that we talked to said that, you know, we're going to glue, our, uh, we're going to we're going to stick ourselves like glue to anybody with dollars in cash, <laughs> because those are going to be the buyers. But right. So you feel that that from where you're sitting, there is a lot of demand for London from the international community? There's, there's a lot of demand from London for, uh, 
London, there's a lot of demand for London because London is London. And, Amer- and it's the shared language, too. You know, it's easy. People come here and they have the shared language. They don't have to worry about, you know what I mean, communicating when you are in an apartment, you know, where you have to call the plumber, where you have to do something. You people understand, as opposed, let's say, if they move to uh, Milano and, you know, and cannot, you know, trying to get somebody to fix the electricity went out and calling up. This is, this is something actually to think about. Um, There's no language barrier. The, it's, as well it's as the all shared, the other the, well, it's, a, it's a shared being English and American. It's a shared... Uh, it just is, you know. <laughs> yeah. It just is. We are all even having our same miserable political problems like you do. <laughs> We've all together. We're sisters in, you know, sisters in crime, so to speak. But, but uh, I, what, what, you know, when we're going on to the continent, I'm surprised about the, the, the calls for Portugal. Portugal has, you know, come into its own. And uh, and so there's Portugal, there's Italy, Spain, people, Madrid is, Madrid, if, uh, if you were to ask me, what would be the second most popular city to buy in, it would be Madrid in, in, in Europe. It is, it is amazing what's going on there. We just opened a second office there. Uh, you know, it is amazing. And what is also, I find, interesting... Um, Many of my Hong Kong clients, I dealt a lot in Hong Kong. I used to go to Hong Kong maybe six times a year, and my clients were all the young uh, wealth management young men. And many of them have moved to London since the closing up of certain freedoms in in Hong Kong. Um, They have moved uh, their businesses and moved themselves to to London. And... uh, they are buying in London, that they're also buying villas in on the continent or in Florida. And also, dare I say it, Aspen. We have a wonderful office in Aspen. I mean, and we have a lot, lot of British people buying. And in fact, our Aspen person was just here uh, meeting some people. And we share a few clients. So you're thinking Aspen, but they could go skiing here where there's so many skiing resorts. But it's just different and it's beautiful and it's, you know, so yeah. they're having a place in the States. Well, also great for, 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 for proper skiers, not the après ski skiers. Yeah. Because you get a lot of good skiing out in Aspen and Vail and what have you. Um, well, I'm going to thank you for joining us today because we're planning to talk to some of your other team members to get more specific insight into... Uh, the Spanish market, the Portuguese market, and the Italian market, which seems to also be very popular. But thank you for coming back to the... Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. And for our listeners, if you need any advice or want to get in touch with Lee, then you can head over to our experts directory where you'll be able to connect with Lee directly. Thanks for listening to the London Property Podcast. Head over to londonproperty.co.uk and subscribe to our newsletter to receive latest updates.